A good colleague I worked alongside once asked me, How come you left a good career in science? A UK Ivy League PhD degree, you have to work in this. And by this, she meant learning and development, which is the field that I'm in right now. And I have known my colleague for a long time. To know that, her question was one of curiosity and with the best of intentions. And she was not the first one to ask me this, because I spent 13 years studying and working as a scientist earlier. That was divided between my bachelor's studies, master's, and PhDs, and working later as a university lecturer in the same field. As I was doing the calculation of the years, in my mind, I noticed my friend was still looking at me, waiting for my answer. Hello, I'm Tarek Omeri, and I'm a learning and development scientist. And welcome to the first episode of my weekly podcast series, Mind the Learning Gap, in which we will be covering what is trending in the world of learning and talent development, solutions, and challenges for education programs and training delivery, in addition to sharing useful tips of good practices in this field. If you are working in learning and development, training, instructional design, or professional development, or are thinking of starting in the field, then this webcast series would be for you. So let's start. So how do you get into the learning and development world? How can I get a job in it? That is a question that a lot of learning and development folks are often asked, myself included. And I and them usually give the same answer to this. We say this was not what we originally started in. We weren't born into a learning and development career. When the time came after finishing high school to choose a major, it never occurred to me that I should go with learning or an education-focused degree. I had an interest in discovering how things work, and I interpreted this as a love for biology and science at the time. This led me to a great four years in university, then two more for the master's, working for a couple of years then as a university lecturer in molecular biology. Then I decided... I want to do my PhD. So I spent another four years as an astrobiology researcher. Now I know what you are thinking, folks. Did I tune into the right podcast here? I thought this was a podcast about learning and development, training, and all the things in between. Look, I promise you, this is one about that. However, you see, no one really wakes up from their bed and says, I want to be a learning and development expert. Not anyone I know that this happened to them, at least. It's not a decision that one would have all of a sudden. And the reason for that is simple. Being a learning and development expert is like being a leader. There is no one set path for it. There might be a degree for it, but it's not the only path. A good learning and development person is someone who inspires others, takes the learning process into their own hands, and supporting other people's professional growth and being there to coach them. You do not necessarily need initially a set map for this or a degree. A lot of the learning development professionals don't even have a PhD or master's in education or talent development. What you need for it is a strong passion in the field, apathy for people, and the ability to bring different minds together, listening to others, influencing, and inspiring. Most of the learning and development experts that I'm inspired by did not always start from a learning and development field of study. Josh Pearson, a well-known HR and learning and development expert, got his bachelor's and master's in engineering. 
Janice Robinson Burns, who was a chief learning officer at MasterCard for more than seven years, initially was studying psychology for her bachelor's and public health administration for the master's. And finally, Rich Vincent, who started initially as a U.S. Air Force captain, then moved on years later to become the chief learning officer and head of talent development for companies such as Nestle, Amazon, and Microsoft. As you can see from these examples of learning and development world's leading experts, the road to talent and learning and development is not a fixed path. However, I would be ready to gamble that all of who ended in the learning and development field have already exhibited the same traits and characteristics, such as being able to mentor and coach their colleagues, inspire change and action, and the ability to connect to different minds and influence organizational change. Being a talent development professional is not just a job title. It is a personal quality and a part of the personality. I would love to end this episode today by saying that even for me, looking back at the 13 years I spent in a science-led career, then being here today as a learning and development person, it did not happen overnight. Even as a scientist, a teacher, a lecturer, and as a PhD researcher, I always found myself gravitating towards coming up with initiatives to create learning experiences for those around me, to support their learning and career advancement. The only thing which has changed now for me is that I am completely focusing on that, learning and development, and enjoying every bit of this work when I observe the success in helping others develop and achieve more in their life and career. We have now reached the end of this first episode of Mind Learning Gap podcast. Thank you for listening and being with us. To hear more episodes in the upcoming weeks, please rate and subscribe to this podcast series. This was Tarek, the Learning Scientist. Have a good week and see you in the next episode.